Oh, those whites are at it again. Uh, yeah, the whites are fighting. The whites are fighting. The white people. The whites are fighting. Um, I, I wonder what Eddie Murphy has to say about all this, you know? <laughs> Get Eddie Murphy's goofy takes. Go to Eddie Murphy's Twitter right now. Find um, if he is, if, if he has that cornflower blue and cornflower yellow flag. Well, uh, there's just, I reminded of that because Eddie Murphy has that great SNL bit where he's singing, kill all the white people. Right, yeah. And, um, hey, that part's going well. Mm-hmm. No. No. What do you mean? What this you mean is that? hardly all the white people. Well, I guess it's like 40 million of them. That's not a lot of white people. We're, we, we're crazy. You know, we got a lot of, we got a lot of iron, tie, irons in the fire. You know, we got our thumbs in a lot of pies. We're everywhere. You well, know? yeah, so... But, uh, the whites. First, we're everywhere. First, That's uh, our slogan. First, a war here on the Euro Europe. On Euro the Europe? Is it called the Europe or just Europe? It's called the Europe. You know, it's the Ukraine. It's the Russia. It's the Europe. Yeah. It's the well, war. Well, it's called the, the Europe because it's kind of Eur the Europe is kind of our, you know, American. It's kind of our territory. So yeah, yeah. It's there the you Europe. go. <laughs> You're right. We have the right to eventually annex Europe. That's what we should... Everyone's distracted by Ukraine right now. We should take over France. Um, so what I was thinking actually was that the Venetians should do Vexital. Vexital. Yeah, that's... Uh, so Venetian independence. So Venice... Venetian independence can movement. rise to glory again, and the, we can return all the, all the territories to the Doge. Uh, to the to the Doge, which I... That's some sort of Venetian official. Yeah. And not the meme... No. Meme hound. No, the, the Venetian doge uh, was the, uh, I guess, you know, the big uh, the big guy in he Venice. He was the guy. He controlled all the canals. Yeah, they were a, they were a classic example of a thassilocracy. 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 That's a good word for you. Oh, well, what, is, what does Thassilocracy mean? This Thass word of the day. Thassilocracy is like a, a maritime empire. Uh, a maritime empire. Yeah. So That's great. Ding, ding, like ding. Britain. Mail call. It's mail or time. Japan. It's mail time. It's mail time. We have an email from... It's always mail time because I'm batting my face and neck with we have a We have an e email from our lovely listener and frequent guest, Jay. Jay, what did you, what does Jay say? Jay said, "I would like to say for the record that I never trafficked Alex for bong rips." <laughs> <laughs> yes. He also says lies. He also lies. says lies. Gaslighting. He also says he can explain Trotsky, and I said, I, I, I said, well, did I get it right? Is Trotsky the Elizabeth Warren of capitalism? I'm sorry, communism. Yeah. yeah. Um. And he said, no, the Mensheviks were the Elizabeth Warrens of communism. There you go. He said, uh, Trotsky fucked too much and used to be badass. It's more like, um, he's more like the Christopher Hitchens of communism. Oh, that's, that's, I, I guess, did Christopher Hitchens, I guess he used to be badass. When did Christopher Hitchens become a warmonger? I guess, it was. did the Iraq war drive him insane? Did 9-11 yeah. drive Christopher Hitchens yeah. insane? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny now because this Ukraine thing is going to drive a bunch of, of, you know, the the take economy, the take people. It's going to drive yeah. them all insane. It's happening to the whites. If it can happen to the whites, it can happen to you. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, America's bombing places left and right still. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Yeah, there's been a, 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 the world has been in a state of perpetual war, but you don't call it a war. You call it a police action. Yeah, There's yeah some, we got other we got other rules for other parts of the world. As this one interview I read was talking about, they were like, "Hasn't there really been wars like constantly?" Yeah, 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 pretty much. But you know what? On House of Decline, we see the um, positive side of everything. So what? what everyone's talking about the neg the negatives. What are the positives of this war? <laughs> um, <laughs> I I keep trying to get this joke. It's the worst joke in the world, mm -hmm. but I think it's very funny where I start a group chat called Azov Battalion, Ooh. which is a Wolf of Wall Street group chat okay. named for the character Donnie Azov, played oh. by Jonah Hill. And oh, it's no. like, well, now that everybody knows about Azov Battalion, everyone's going to love my hilarious group chat name. Um, 
If China invaded us, I would send out the Proud Boys right away. Like, <laughs> the Proud yes, Boys? Please go fight. Do you fight. think they'd be willing to fight? you think they would uh, be willing to be on the front lines? No, because you know what? They really are pussy boys. They're pussy boys. They're pussy boys. Yeah, come, come after us, Proud Boys. We invite you to our addresses. And uh, it, it, yeah. I'm just our address is www.houseofdecline.com. Fight us on the internet. Leave mm -hmm. a comment. Leave a gay comment in our new gay comic section. Coming soon to an internet near you, the new version of uh, House of Decline, as soon as I can figure out how to do a bunch of stuff. But you, you will. The Smart only limit is my own intellect. Uh, and you, come on, you, you know, you've seen Limitless. Mm -hmm. You can just think your way through stuff. Don't you have to take drugs. a pill to get Limitless? Yeah, you have to take a drug. I love Limitless. Limitless is so good. It's like, oh my god, you take the drug and you get in a bunch of trouble, but the drug makes you so smart you get out of the trouble and there are no downsides to doing <laughs> the drug. <laughs> oh man, I wish there was a drug with no downsides. It's like um, in the movie Flight as well. It has that arc of a plot where um, Denzel Washington gets in trouble for being intoxicated as a pilot yeah. and then does a bunch of cocaine in order to save the day. That's awesome. Yeah. These are fantasies. I like, I like movies that are pro-drug. I like pro-drug movies, and there aren't a lot of them. That's why Requiem for a Dream is such a weird snitch movie. It has weird snitch energy to it. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of that one. Uh, I like Darren Aronofsky. I think Darren Aronofsky is a fucking moron. He's a total fucking idiot that somehow manages to make brilliant, great movies occasionally. Hmm. I mean, I'm going to look up his Wikipedia right now, see if he's got anything cooking. Let's see. Requiem sucks. I love The Wrestler. I cannot say enough good things about The Wrestler, I think. It's okay, a he's got a movie, movie coming up called The Whale, based sure. on a play by... Samuel D. Hunter, starring Brendan Fraser. <gasps> there you go. It's hitting all of these cultural buttons. Let me, I mean, let me read to you the premise. A so this is the main character is Charlie, and it's a six hundred pound middle aged man named Charlie tries to reconnect with his seventeen year old daughter. The two grew apart after Charlie abandoned his family for his gay lover, who later died. Charlie then went on to binge eat out of pain and guilt called the whale and it's starring a now a now uh, heavy brendan fraser who's probably gonna have to wear a, an additional fat suit in order to convincingly play 600 pounds yeah I hope which so. is funny you're hiring a fat guy but so he knows the role but you know well it's great not, that brendan, you know, you can't so hire brendan fraser is gonna pounds. be in this movie he's gonna be in the new um marty martin scorsese movie Oh, really? That's yeah, he's great. gonna be in the the what's the new Martin Scorsese movie called the the Scott Killers like, of the Flower Moon? Yeah, or something some kind of like weird frou frou title like that. I, who the yeah. fuck knows? It's gonna who the fucking Martin Scorsese? That frou frou little pansy, little you know? pansy boy making pansy. What a little faggot, Martin Scorsese? <laughs> hey, you know? Hey, whoa, 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 whoa! Uh, whoa too many whoa. F slurs. Said so, yeah, I can say it. That's not true. I feel like I have I haven't had uh, sex in a while. I I need to re up. I need yeah. to re-up. You should. I You'll feel to... better. You'll feel better if you go out and I'll get I'll probably some. feel better. And then I'll be able to say fag with impunity right. after I've had my we're, face destroyed by a cock. We're turning this episode into Several therapy cocks. for you. This is, yeah, sure. Let me I'm tell you what you need to do. Tired this, all the this time. is the different, I do a kind of therapy called authoritarian therapy where I tell That's you great. what you need to do to fix your life and you're not allowed to talk. Oh, yeah. Authoritherapy. Authoritherapy. You got to yeah. exercise. You okay. gotta have sex. You okay. gotta quit doing so many drugs all the time. Okay, oh, no. you gotta eat right. You gotta eat some chunky salads. Oh no, I hate chunky salads. I know you hate chunky salads. They're the worst type of salads. You hate. I like a leafy salad. You, you hate I hate a chunky them so much. You hate a chunky salad. I'm not a fan of a chunky salad. It's not the texture a salad should be. It shouldn't come in chunks. Yeah, it's chunky. Nothing should come in chunks. Yeah, a little bits of garbanzo, a little bits of cucumber, a little bits of onion. The only chunks I like, I like chunks and curry. Chunks are good in curry. I like chicken nuggets, which is just a form of chunk. You know, I don't, bodies, I don't like them in chunks. Oh. Call me a stickler, you know. I don't like bodies in chunks. 
like you know? separated uh, chunks yeah i don't like seeing a body meticulously separated in front of me yeah with all of the blood drained out you know i don't like seeing that get that shit away from me you know that movie cube cube yeah cube where they're where they're all trapped in the cube beautiful they, beautiful can con and they gotta get out of Canadian the movie. they gotta get out of the cube and each room in the cube has got a different death machine in it it's got different yeah it's a precursor to saw and one of the death machines is like a, is like those those wire mesh that turns yeah. you into little cubes <laughs> turns you into little cubes yeah i hated that <laughs> it's funny because the the cubes were cubes within the movie yeah they kept referencing various cubes it's like that's how they make paneer you know yeah <laughs> oh my god you mentioned indian food are you I'm craving it eat indian food. yeah we're getting yeah, mexican tonight indian. that's the that's the indian food of north america I guess so. I think Indian. I think Indian food is the Indian food of North America. No, not at all. Not oh, you're way off with you, this well, comparison. <clears throat> uh, the Indian food of South America is, of course, Bolivian cuisine. Whoa. As we all know, yeah. Well, I follow the uh, the restaurant bot on Twitter, which is one of my favorite follows, because mm-hmm. it's it shows you pictures from like Google restaurants, because Google has yeah. all the restaurants now. And it just shows you pics of their food. And it's so funny. All over the world, people are making these horrifying side salads. I love it. It's like not just here. It's everywhere. There's like putting like like really thick slices of cucumber and some white onion and some ranch yeah. on it. That's, that's happening everywhere. That I thought it was just here. It's like this type of salad I would prepare for myself. I made a chunky salad today. I was thinking about uh, how fuck much. Fuck you! Thinking, fuck you! I was like, I want to invite Alex here to have some oh chunky salad and play PS4. I hate that shit. It reminds me of bodies and chunks. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> it, it reminded me of my father, who was chunked up <laughs> with the mesh wire from Cube. <laughs> we were going on a tour of various props used in Canadian movies. It's Cube and Canadian. My, <laughs> Cube is Canadian. It's wow. majestic, beautiful CanCon. Well, uh, I think we were talking about it before the show, but Canada has got the most Ukrainians outside of Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. A tale of two women, Faith Goldie and Christa Freeland. I mean, they're responsible. Uh, they're not responsible they're, for the... They are responsible. They're directly responsible. For bringing all the Ukrainian. All the Ukrainians came in, like... When did they come? Like, the early 20th century? Yeah, all the Ukrainians saw Saskatchewan, which is, like, a field of wheat... And was like, this is fine. You really? There's a wheat? field of frozen You guys wheat. have wheat? I thought you yeah, just we got had, wheat up here. I thought you had cranberries only. We're wheat boy. Yeah, we're bogs. It's just a big bog country, you know. Hmm. That's how cranberries are grown, you know. Yes, in a bog. bogs. Are you a bog person? Do you relate to bog people? No, I come from uh, I come from Dallas, Texas, so I am a Great Plains guy. I like to see my my preferred landscape is flat, like and the sky makes a big bowl. <laughs> okay, so you would be white mana. What does that mean? Uh, from Magic: The Gathering, you know how they, they they draw power from different sources of land, and the plains is the white mana. Okay, I don't, I never played Magic. The white mana. Sounds like something. That sounds like a nickname for JD Vance. Sound. He is the. He. Do you think JD Vance plays Magic the Gathering? Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. What a dweeb. He probably argues about the rules. Yeah. I would. I think JD Vance and Pete Buttigieg should play Magic the Gathering. I would be very invested. That's in how that. they should determine the president. Yeah. We should have a magic tournament. I was thinking, like, the maybe the only way we're going to be able to resolve this war is if Vladimir Putin and Barack Obama have a boxing match. <laughs> you, now, yes, who do you think? I, I think mm-hmm. who do you think would win? Because uh, Obama's Putin, got the reach, but Putin's a judo guy. Yeah, he's a judo guy. But what if it's all for show? What if he's just like Steven Seagaling it constantly, yeah. and he's just like well, Russian people? So in Putin's quarter, be Lukashenko from Belarus. Do, being yeah. a towel boy and Obama's I, I think corner. He'd go down quick. Who do yeah. you think would be in Obama's corner? Would be Biden? Yeah, it'd probably be Brandon. Brandon. I don't know. I like Biden. Everyone's. I don't know why people don't like him. <laughs> you like Biden? I like him. What's what? the, why do you like Biden? Well, he and I share a love, a deep love of ice cream. That's true. And I like how he's. You know, I like that story about the dog that he told. 
What story about the dog? He was, that you told? <laughs> he was like, one, he was like, one time one of my constituents called me up at two in the morning and was like, Mr. Biden, I ha-, this was when he was in Congress or something. He was like, yeah. Mr. Biden, I have a dead dog on my lawn and I called and no one came and got it. And um, he was, he's like, well, Miss, I can come in the morning. And he's, and then she's like, no, I want you to come now and get it. And so he's like, so I went over to her house, took the dead dog off her lawn, put it right on her front porch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're right he's cool he's got I'm that like, cruelty I'm like, oh, he's got that meanness yeah that's very uh charming there there's a way to be mean that's very charming and i think he has that that quality sometimes yeah and i mean i'm not i'm not biased against the elderly a lot of people are really biased against the elderly there's ageism you think there's ageism going against mr robinette here yeah Against Joseph R. Yeah. Call him Joe R. Mm. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what he's going to do with Mr. Vladimir Putin. Uh, uh, gotta, wasn't there some sort of nuclear thing announced today? I mean, it was Putin's writing Putin was just like the nukes. Putin was just like, we're going to put our, our, our bombers with nukes on like... There's like different stages like we have, like there's like five stages. And he's like, we're going to bump them up a stage of readiness. So they're going to be more mm-hmm. ready. But at the height of the Cold War, we were several levels above this. We, at the height of the Cold War, we were like, had every, both Russia and America had planes with nukes flying r- real close to each other all the time. And we're not there yet. It's not, it doesn't make sense yeah. to start using nukes over Ukraine. No, well, uh, yeah, maybe it's just he's he's showing off his ride. You know, he's showing off all of his beautiful missiles. Yeah. It's just like he's peacocking, you know? He's peacocking across an entire country. He's using male manipulation strategy. Well, what's funny is, to me... But we have the best male manipulator in chief. What's funny Joseph to me Arbeid. is that all these post-left people and all these conservative people are so pro-Putin. And yet Putin is the um, the biggest covid like he's so scared of covid and they love this guy who's just like terrified of covid and it's very funny that like he's basically like under other circumstances they'd call him a, or something they'd call him a giant pussy for being so scared of covid mm. uh you know he's making his security council sit like a thousand feet away from him yeah, but I guess the logic in their mind is Ukraine represents some sort of vanguard of western decadence even, even though it's okay <laughs> i don't know i've been seeing like lots of i i in terms of like awful uh you know it, obviously it's stupid to have an opinion on this subject and if you talk about it you're damned to being stupid but i'll talk about it anyway and it's all it's old mr vosh vosh <laughs> vosh Vaush has been revealing himself to be a weird craven warmonger uh, throughout this week of takes. Yeah, I mean, I, I am not. I don't care. It's fine. I think that, like, because it doesn't matter really. But the weird thing is, they're doing is like that thing where they personify uh, artillery as anime girls. Okay, He's doing well, a lot of those memes. That's cool. That's cool behavior. Yeah, uh, and it's, oh, oh uh, Stinger Missile Chan. I'm going to get Azov a battle. Uh, I mean, isn't Azov Fauch like Chan, 25 or something? Yeah, he's 26. Like, he's an idiot. No one under the age of 30 should be listened to about geopolitics. <laughs> there you get like, 30. What the fuck? <laughs> Who the fuck is asking the anyone under 30 point. about geopolitics? Hey, lots of people know stuff about geopolitics. Lots of young'uns. No, I'm ageist. I'm ageist in the other way. You're ageist against the young'uns. You like Joe Biden because he's old. You trust old people. They know more Old people know what's going on. You're just like, it's just like that Louis C.K. bit, which he was going to perform. Yeah, I so wish that was true. Yeah. Didn't they cancel that show? The show was canceled. Um, but, but I like the idea of him taking a stand and performing in a war zone because he did do that on the Louis show. He, he there was like a whole episode about him going to Afghanistan to do stand up for the troops, which is funny. It's funny that there is military propaganda in Louis. Come to think about it, it's not like hmm. it's it's pretty uncritical of the military. And 
I don't, I don't know if like you need to take a stance for doing a USO tour. I guess that's not really what it's about, but it sort of functions as propaganda in a way because it's talking about more the communal experience. Yeah, I, I'm remembering the episode vaguely, but it's sort of a, more about warm feelings uh, amidst the danger than it is about, you know, the mm. horrible imperialist onslaught of America. Not that I would expect Louis C.K. to have a take on that. Mm, yeah. It'd be funny. Remember when he was campaigning for Hillary Clinton? And he was like, the thing about Hillary is she's like a mom. And that's what we need in this country is like a big bitch mom in order to get <laughs> oh, <wow>. the... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fuck, fuck you, you masturbating fuck. <laughs> yeah, he can't stop jacking. This man can't stop jacking off. Why are we listening this to this man. guy? He can't stop jacking off for long I'm enough. Jerking to... off. Oh, oh, Jimmy Fallon. I'm jerking off right now. My daughters. Jerking off's not even that. Like, I don't. I hate jerking off now. I hate it. Why do you hate? It? It's not pleasurable. No, it's not pleasurable. It's jerking. It's it's like draining a wound. You know, it's it's a it's a bodily exercise, like taking a shit. Yeah, that's stupid. You're not supposed to like masturbation. You're supposed to like comic books and Elden Ring <laughs> and tiny little figurines. The tiny little figurines. Do that instead of jacking off so much. Paint um, little figurines. Well, I did. What did I do today? I did house cleaning. I did a bunch of cooking. To, uh, cooked beans with some some tempeh for enough for the week. Made my wow. chunky salad. Tempe. We're going vegetarian. Now that I quit weed, I'm losing weight. Eating right. That's good, yeah. I'm exercising. Don't want to eat as much crap. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Mr. Sobriety. Getting his life together. I mean, I'm sorry my tone of voice is like this. That's, I'm genuinely that's happy for that's you. Funny. You should try it, man. You should try it for a month. One month. I one No. No? No. <laughs> no, I couldn't, I couldn't possibly do that. <laughs> no, please. I want. I need my. I need my weed. I need to continue. I mean, if it's not negatively me. affecting you, it doesn't matter. It is negatively affecting me, but I like it. I well, don't want to stop. I mean, I mean, negatively affecting you to the point where, like, it's like me, where you can't sleep. Like. If it's just okay, making no. you have brain fog and not remember shit, that's fine. That's kind of... I liked that. I liked not yeah. having dreams or remembering anything. Because, like, yeah. I was so stressed out all the time, I would just forget what I was stressed out about. Exactly. Now I don't. Yeah. But uh, it is nice being equipped to deal with things as they come to you. Uh, but... I don't know. I, I uh, a movie that I watched recently because it came on Netflix is, and everybody should watch. Although this is Canadian Netflix, I don't know if it's on American Netflix, but watch it anyway. It's The Beach Bum, mm. one of my favorite movies. It has quickly ascended to being one of my favorite movies of all time. I think I might watch it again. Cool. It's I, so fucking funny. I've been trying to watch shows, and I the most I can watch is The Righteous Gemstones once a week, and. Then I don't the Righteous watch. Gemstones also so fucking good, yeah, like yeah. incredible this season. Judy is my favorite character. <laughs> yeah, she's so horrible, but she's you love the her best. She uh, yeah, says, Judy and BJ is such an amazing character combination. She says like the funniest, most crass things I've never thought of. The most recent thing she said was like, "It's gonna make my gooch pucker." Yeah, yeah, I remember. Uh, I, they gave the line to, in the first season, they gave a line to a child actor as Judy, and it was like, I like it when this happens. It makes my bird twitch. <laughs> 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 young kid totally commits to the line, too. It's really funny. Um, man, The Righteous Gemstone, what I love about Danny McBride is there's this very specific culture to North Carolina and South Carolina. Like, uh, the Carolinas share this very unique sort of, like, dialed in to modernity, but still in the strange, you know, rural, everything's really far apart. Like, it's this strange combination of the old world and modernity, and it brushes up against each other. It's like, even in their, even in their first thing, you know, like, uh, uh, the foot fist way, the idea of, the idea of, like, a. uh, a martial arts studio in a strip mall and you know it's the only one around for miles you know there's something strange about that mm. of like <laughs> um and yeah so 
the righteous gemstones it sort of represents this refinement of commenting on this very specific culture because it's like all of all of the shows are set in that area right uh eastbound and down is set in north carolina mm-hmm. south carolina well for the uh, you know, vice for, principals for part of eastbound and down. yeah it's set in mexico but uh yeah, but it's like uh, something about these characters. I'm, gl- I'm glad that they're given a voice, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that this Bojangles area of the country is, you know, has its poet laureates and Jody Hill and Danny McBride. And now Walton Goggins is going to be in the um, Amazon Fallout show. Yeah. Interesting. That, that could be good. I mean, why not? Yeah, sure. I, don't, I don't know. I mean, Amazon is bad, but... If they're going to make us they, cool shows to watch while the world burns, then, like, great. Yeah. Prime, man. Tell you what, I don't have any trouble. <laughs> Look, everybody, every, all of the media properties I like accepted blood money. You know, uh, Twin Peaks, that was, I'm sure, funded by actual uh, child prostitution. It's funny. What? The show is about child prostitution. What? And it was funded by child prostitution. Well, yeah, that's... Laura Palmer was being... She was a child... She was a child sex worker. Oh, no. That's the whole show. It's a horrifying show. Wow. And she's repeatedly raped by her father. It's a really terrifying thing's happened in Twin Peaks. Mm. But it's funny because they also have funny characters and the log lady. I prefer the David Lynch stuff where it's like an old guy who rides a lawnmower. You Do know? you like the straight story? Yeah, I like that because that movie. Straight story is a good movie. It's just like, it's rated G, right? Yeah, it's and a it's Disney just a, movie. A guy who rides his lawnmower all the way very far away. Yeah. Why doesn't he use a car? You know. Why doesn't he use a car? There are so many available, but instead he chooses the lawnmower. Mm-hmm. The fuel efficiency is getting like what, like two miles to the gallon. <laughs> Yeah, but it's about the journey. It's about the journey. Yeah. They're going to remake... meet a bunch of guys on recumbent bicycles. We'll remake that with Steve Carell and... Um, who, what would he be riding instead of a lawnmower? Uh, he'd, be, he'd be riding uh, a Roomba. He'd be perched on a Roomba. Maybe he'd be riding, like, riding one of those, it. like, autonomous delivery robots that make that give you the, your curries in, in, in yeah. Toronto. I'd be riding. Have you seen those mono wheels? No. Uh, it's just a guy, and it's like there's a tire in the middle, mm-hmm. and there's a platform uh, that balances on either side of the uh, tire where your feet go, and it's uh, it's a very silly looking vehicle. What I want is like a robot to deliver me my curry, and but then like have it on a platter with like the metal top that you lift up like a butler a cloche a cloche is that what yeah. it's called yeah it's called a cloche and i want the robot to like say dinner is served in a yeah. english accent and lift up the lift up the steam the, the the cloche and present me with my steaming hot curry there you go that's you want a johnny cab but for a butler mm-hmm. i think yeah the johnny cabification of technology is is going to come that's what meta is all about you know yeah their stock is it's funny all it's the other tank their stocks tanking and like but stocks in general are going up because like military industrial complex is yeah. just like it's like oh we are gonna sell 350 javelin missiles to ukraine yeah. every single day the guy on reddit going military industrial complex go burr right as is on wall street bets Wall Street bets the lovable guys from GameStop are now investing in Stinger missiles. It's funny because the 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 first guy to go burr with money was Isaac Newton. It's true. It's true. He was he was after he proved himself to be like super genius guy. They made him um, head of the mint, Mm. and he like reformed the mint in England, and he made the money printer go burr for the first time ever. And he was the first guy to do that meme. And he's they couldn't put me in charge of the mint. I love Isaac Newton. I put penises on all the coins. Penis coin. Is that a penis crypto coin. yet? Do we have I'm penis sure coin? there must be a penis coin crypto. That's that's Why do, do you love Isaac Newton? Cuz he was uh cuz he was an asexual uh genius. Asexual yeah. genius. I mean, Isaac and he Newton. did cool ass shit like in the name of science to figure shit out. Like he did this thing to figure out about how eyes worked where he like yeah. put a he put a knitting needle in his eye. 
and like wow. squished it around and like observed how his vision changed. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna say that's bad optics oh. right there. Whoa! He had um, a book called Optics. That's what you need to know. Yeah, I mean, he yeah he 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 also invent you know came up with calculus simultaneously as Leibniz, which is great. Light when... refracting into oh uh, what do they call that parallel innovation? Mm-hmm. And they had like a little a little propaganda war going on about who actually invented calculus first. Yeah. So it's funny. But He's it was great. just in the air. I like it was in Leibniz the air too. The if you had to, if you had to choose, I in mean, the celebrity death match, Newton on. versus Leibniz. I think. I mean, not. Leibniz would beat up Newton. I think we can say that. Like Newton, I think I could take Isaac Newton. I don't know. Newton Although, would be a pretty scrappy fighter, I think. He would probably he was, be like he was live. Like you know how like you, you don't think you you don't think you're gonna be. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me start over. You know how you think like oh I could beat up this gay guy and then and then it turns out like you sorely <laughs> misunderestimated. I am thinking that all the time. And then you all get the time your, I'm like I'm uh, I'm think I can beat up that gay guy over there's there. There's a great video. Just online. noticing gay guys and Dude, just speculating whether I can beat. There's them up. this. I mean, it's a fight video, so it's a little brutal, but there's this video online of this very, very large gay guy mm-hmm. yeah. beating the shit out of someone who is being homophobic to him and mm-hmm. being very flamboyant while doing it. Mm-hmm. And it's very satisfying. Yes. I bet he was emasculated. Yeah. You know, hey, you got to do that. Everybody needs to take their toxic masculinity and just get rid of it. Okay. Get rid of it. Get Put it, of it in a bag and get it. Huck it out the window over there until it, you know some kids discover your toxic masculinity. Mm. And oh no, it's taking over their bodies and they're becoming the toxic men and they're going around and they're they're saying negative things to women in order to lower their self-esteem. Oh, these toxic kids. But then we exercise them and then like uh, the toxic man spirit is like your mother's in here with me. And I'm like, no, take me. And then I jump out the stairs and I fall down the creepy steps in Washington, D.C. And now it's The Exorcist 3 and I'm George C. Scott. <laughs> also, Isaac Newton was an uh, incel. Uh, was he incel or was he volcel? I feel he was volcel. Well, was he like he couldn't get it? Two sides of the same coin, probably. I think he was... Pretty socially awkward. He had Asperger's, which I... Oh, we're not... Oh, we're not... Sorry. We're not supposed to say that. Isn't Asperger a Nazi or something? Is he Is he a Nazi? That's really funny. Uh, yeah, I got Himmler's disease. I got, uh, no. <laughs> I got Hitler disease. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Oh, this Hitler's, you know, it's really Hitler's. ravaging. We are raising... Why would you want to cure Hitler's disease? It seems like we'd want to kill the Hitlers. No, it's just name that. You don't understand. Mm. It's a terrible, terrible degenerative disease of the ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's when your asshole falls out. <laughs> oh, no, it's Hitler's. My asshole's falling out. He had a pro- Hitler had... He was famously uh, gastronomically uh, disinclined. He had IBS... Much like the Jews that he hated, he had IBS. Hmm. He was more similar to them than he would let on. Because so, he couldn't eat spicy food. Wouldn't it be funny if Hitler had the... Oh, I'm Hitler over here! My stomach! It hurts all the time! They make propaganda that I'm vegan, but I'm not vegan. Some, some COVID news is happening. Yeah. New York State is going to end its mask mandate for schools. Starting when? Bad. Aren't like a thousand people still dying every day from COVID in America? Uh, I mean, I think so, but I think it's going down. Sure. Let them off. Take off the masks, I say. I don't know, dude. People got that. People got COVID fatigue. Yeah. I, yeah. It's hard. Who? Eh. Oh, man, my door's open. You can hear my, ba- my babe is crying. The, the babe is crying. That's all right. That's what they're supposed to do. You wouldn't can, want a baby that was totally silent. Can you hear it? Uh, yeah, a little, oh, okay. but it's fine. Close my door. Hold, you know. No, go to Ukraine and fight for the Ukrainians if you're gonna. I'm gonna fight for Azov Battalion. Um. Well, wait. We mentioned before the show that very funny take about who we should send to fight for the Ukrainians. Uh, all uh, the unvaxxed. Noah, 
No, oh, all the unvaccinated people? Yeah, yeah someone. We're going to send all the unvaccinated people to fight Russia. Yeah, yeah. We cool. are going to send them, and they're going to infect them, like with dirty swords, like when they used to rub shit on their swords in the Roman days. Someone suggesting, um, instead of selling war bonds, Ukraine should sell NFTs. <laughs> Actually? Yeah. Someone seriously suggested yeah, blue, that this feels like on bait. Twitter. No. Yep. No. I, yeah, I got my... I feel like, uh... Desert Storm trading cards that occupies the same space as Russia, Ukraine, NFTs, you know, like this. He was joking. He was joking. He was joking. Yeah, see, these are these are baits. Yeah. Lots, There's of, so lots much. of bait out there. There's so much bait out there. Um, real, real takes on Ukraine. What are real bad takes on Ukraine? Um, real bad takes? What are real bad takes on you? I want to hear the worst takes on Ukraine. I'll generate some bad takes on Ukraine. I think that every everyone who is gay in Ukraine should form their own little country. And they'll be happy there. And we just need the manpower and the willpower. And we're going to do it. We're going to do it for the gays. You know, because they, they don't have a line in any of this. This is this is a bad Ukraine take. Uh, another uh, another COVID news is there's some kind of study saying that research points to the Wuhan market as the origin. So we're back to the go. bat soup. Back to the bat soup. Great. Fine. Back Who to cares? that. Is that I thought that was racist. I thought we weren't it's... being racist by saying it was right. a lab leak, but now it's the it's the market again. There's nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with exotic meats. You know, I'm sure if we went into one of those factory farms, we would see, we would see worthless things. Oh yeah, we're we gonna get th- some like the factory farming here is gonna create some kind of horrifying disease eventually. Yeah, it's still like, uh, uh, how can we, how can we compare? Who are we to compare? Our gross stuff is just different than their gross stuff. Yeah, it's important know? not to be a Western chauvinist. Well, that's what this is all about, really. Like, uh, it's it's f- the the people with the Ukraine flags in your profiles. I love you. You're fine, but uh, you just you're doing the work. You're doing the legwork of Western chauvinism. You know. Oh, I well, how do you mean? I don't know. How do you mean? I don't know about that. Uh, I guess okay. So charitably, the putting a flag is like I support the people of Ukraine. It's sad that this is happening to them. Uh, and that's good. If that's your sentiment, I fully agree with you. Uh, but if it's more like, no, what Ukraine represents is a vanguard against a type of imperialism that we have discarded. And this type of onslaught by Putin is, you know, reminiscent of the Nazis and we should mobilize our Mm -hmm. military apparatus against them. Then, which I think, you know, that is the subtle implication with a lot of people. That's literally how I feel. Okay, <laughs> but you but that's mobilize. just right now. That's just right now. I don't. I mean, I go back and forth. I, I I'm mm-hmm. not gonna do anything on my Twitter. I've resolved to just not comment on this as much as possible. Yeah, it's not. I mean, neither of us know anything about this. But so don't. I'm don't pissed. Take our. I'm pissed at Mr. Vladimir Putin, and I yeah. I hope that he gets what's coming to him. Mr. Vladimir Putin. Mr. Mr. Vladimir Putin, I would like to say to you, you are being, you are being a slim mister. Uh, that's, that's what we're, uh, well, where like, I come from, that is the worst thing that you can call somebody. You gotta stand up to them, is my, my feeling right now. You gotta, like, we gotta help them fight them, don't uh, we? No, I, I am, I am full on appeasement, give him Sudetenland. Don't just out of nowhere. To, don't we? Shouldn't we have? Don't we learn anything? Shouldn't like we should probably not let him just. And it seems like the Ukrainians are doing an okay job at that, but it's like early days still, and it's amazing to me the propaganda that it's like, like oh the Ukrainians are winning, they're winning. We do no. not know what's going on there. No, I know. Um, and I wouldn't. I don't know. The Russian army seems pretty. 
pretty big. They're trying to, I think the Russian army is trying to be restrained and try, because they haven't, like, for example, they haven't done a widespread bombing campaign at all. So what is the, what's the end game, right? Like uh, Donetsk and Luhansk, they're free. That's, or they're not free, or they're, like, become part of the Russian well, state, you know? I think this guy uh, was Simon Ostrovsky. Is that said, where it ends? If that, if Putin got those two states, would that end no. the war? Right? Well, no. I, this guy, Simon Ostrovsky, said basically that um, the end game is wherever he ends up. So he doesn't have a goal in mind. Mm -hmm. His goal is to go as far as he can push it and see how far he can take it. So if... They stop the Russian army, mm -hmm. and all he gets is Donetsk and Luhansk. Then that's as far as that. Yeah. Then that's that becomes what he gets. I don't think he has like an objective. I think his if it was uh, now I'm parroting what this guy said, Simon mm -hmm. Ostrovsky. If Putin had his way, he would take all of the countries that were in the uh, former USSR back. Mm -hmm. But he, he can't. But he can maybe get some or all of Ukraine. So he's like in Always Sunny in Philadelphia when Frank is like, I don't know how much longer I have left, so I'm going to get real weird with it. Yeah. Get a roast. Someone help me roast this bone, you know? Yeah. Putin starts doing PCP. Start, rum starts ham. Out to, yeah. He, he starts growing out his hair real long. He starts getting a skullet. I'm sorry, rum ham. I love you, <laughs> rum ham. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's... Uh, if you don't stop him now, then he'll probably just keep doing this stuff, right? Yeah, but it is weak. President Brandon is weak. This is why. It's his weakness in our Brandon. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's like, it's hard to say, oh, I, I'm not saying, oh, we should send troops into Ukraine, but I don't know. Uh, Maybe we should. The, I don't know. What's the move here? That's hard. It's hard because now we're dealing with nuclear states. Mm -hmm. So it sucks. I wish he didn't do this. Um, I think ultimately you have to stand up for your own self. But, like, imagine saying that to Poland in 1939 or whatever. Like, oh, Poland, you should stand up for yourself and not let Germany conquer you. I, I mean, I, imagine I mean, if we had sent the troops into Pol if uh, Brit Britain and France had sent troops into Poland to fight the Nazis then. Maybe it would have been a lot different. Yeah, but Maybe we wouldn't have had a Holocaust, you... and we wouldn't have had uh, Israel, and we wouldn't have the occupation of Palestine, and then we wouldn't have had falafels everywhere. We wouldn't have all you know, these great memes. We wouldn't have bad. all these great Israel memes. Yeah. We wouldn't have a meme where it's Israel, but it's actually SpongeBob. Mm -hmm. And Mr. Krabs is the, the U.S. apparatus. And, uh, and yeah. Palestine is, of course, poor little Squidward. No, no people would be, hate you for comparing Palestine to Squidward. It's hard because you should stand up against evil, and there is evil in the world. Yeah. But every time you stand up against evil, everyone in the back is like, hey, down in front, you're being evil. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you are. I mean... Well, yeah, I, I, I'm reminded of True Detective... Uh, of course, it all comes back to True Detective, uh, where in that show, Matthew McConaughey famously said, the world needs bad man, Marty. You know, mm -hmm. you know the, the, the implication being that there are these existential horrors out in the world, and the only people that can really take them on are people that are equally as damaged. Like America is an evil country, but uh, is... is that leaves yeah. it prepared to deal with another type of evil. Well, everybody online I don't, I has, don't think that's true. Everybody online has brain poisoning about America. And so uh, like you you're pro American. You're an America guy. I mean I you think You love America. You're Captain America. I yeah, that's I guess so. I don't know. Not really. But I mean I don't know if if in, if if America falls and we need you know there'll be a there'll be a need for power to fill the vacuum of the hegemon so China will step in and then try to have a yeah. Chinese hegemony. It probably that be, sounds fine. Yeah, it sounds fine. I like yeah. I, I, like I've I've traveled enough to places that aren't in the West 
a little bit to to i've been to russia and i've been to senegal those are places not in the west to sort of get that other really drastically different cultures are still cool you can live in in them and be fine yeah Uh, i guess i mean that is like the the actions of america's for the past two decades is described at this anxiety about losing your your the inevitable loss of your empire you know that like that's sort of what iraq was all about mm-hmm. it's like this this lashing out this like we need to create war in order to it's like when an account is dying on twitter and they start yeah. getting more desperate well um, in a way peter coffin is the is america in that fashion mm-hmm. their I mean, empire everyone is, is everyone ruined. was talking about iraq um yeah and i think putin's it's like why can't i do that yeah because he has slightly I think he has got slightly better reasons to go into Ukraine than we did to go into Iraq. Yeah. Well, yeah, I absolutely. I, I like if you're talking about just on the scale, which more is which war is even more justified using the country's internal logic. Like right. Putin, who I, I see like I if I'm to do some uh, just some pop psychology here, let's do some pop psychology on Putin. Um I, I see a guy who is like very much saw the the dissolution of the USSR as a huge emasculation and mm-hmm. you know is like sees the idea of getting land back as this recouping of, of this great humiliation that uh, I, I think you know if I if I were to guess as to his disposition I think more than his own personal power I think he does have a huge nationalist streak I think that's sort of evident and how he speaks, what he does, then mm-hmm. it seems like a genuine nationalist streak. Uh, yeah. And it's... I don't know what my point is generally than that. This is like, this seems more ego driven than it does, uh, than it does about any sort of strategy. Yeah. I mean, to... I, we hung out with some people yesterday, one of whom is from Finland, which so it was interesting mm-hmm. to hear her takes because Finland is on the border of Russia and had to be neutral. Finland is not in NATO. Finland is mm-hmm. Finland is merely allied with Sweden. So Finland and mm-hmm. Sweden are allied with each other, not in NATO. And right now, they want to be in NATO real bad. Yeah. But um, she thinks Putin has basically lost his mind mm. and maybe has a degenerative terminal illness mm. causing him to take drastic measures because his... His lifespan, he can see the end of the road. And I think that's why he's so paranoid about COVID. Because I think Mm. he's immunocompromised or has a condition where if he did get COVID and it was serious, it would be very serious for him. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's early stage Parkinson's. Who knows? This is just, this is like what, this is exactly like that movie, The Bucket List. (laughs) With Morgan Freeman and Jack Nicholson? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hey, did you ever want to do things before you kick the bucket? There is one thing I would like to do, Jack Nicholson. You he, stuck back. He's watching that movie over and over again. <laughs> yeah, obsessively watching the bucket list. <laughs> he's just he's talking to the screen as if he, yeah. he's friends with him. Uh, in rapid mumbling Russian. Uh, yeah, we don't know anything. This is bad. Uh, it's okay to not know anything about this, and it's yeah. okay. And it's okay to change your mind when you have new information. Yeah, yeah. Also, don't be and you know. You don't have to pick one side and stick with it. You can be like, today I feel pro this side, and I think this is happening. Like the other day on a Discord, on a let's shout out to the Big Shiny Takes. I was in the Big Shiny Takes Discord, and I was fuming about how many weapons we're sending to Ukraine and how we're going to cause Russia to collapse, and then we're just going to loot it again. Hmm. I mean, now I don't care. Now I'm like, good. <laughs> now you're past that. Yeah. Now I think that's oh, great. No, no. Fuck them. Uh, yeah. They shouldn't. In- you should. You don't invade another country. It's, you know, like when you're in school, and you punch someone, you both get sent to detention. You know. Exactly. But that's not really. That's not a good lesson. That sucks. That that zero tolerance policy that schools have, where if you get punched, you get in trouble. Are you aware of this? They have this. Yeah, it's fucked up. 
Yeah, that's how it is. But schools are weird little Schools are how we fiefdoms. make our citizens. Yeah. And what it's, are we... Sometimes life isn't fair. I mean, sometimes Oof. you got to stand up to a bully. And um, the thing about it is that when you stand up to a bully, you shouldn't use nuclear weapons. <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't... That's, like, that's you don't curb stomp the bully, Right. Uh, I don't know. No, maybe depends do how that. much of a bully. You, you have can... you have you ever seen the Larry Clark movie Bully? I think you should see the. No, you don't have to kill them. To uh, to to stand up to them. Bullies killed ten. Ten. That's how many bullies I've killed. Oh, I ten. have a notch on my arm for every bully I've killed. I'm Buffy the Bully Slayer. You know, I take them out. The only way to take them out is with a knife to their heart. You have to stick knives in their hearts. I mean, I'm, I'm trying the to think. The only way what to take the, a bully out. What's the what's the most libtarded take I can think of? Which is, and this I and and then and then I come to the realization this is what I actually believe we should do, which is we should <laughs> seriously we should fi- yeah. arrest the entire Russian army and Putin and put them on trial and then put them in jail. You arrest them. Arrest them and put them in jail like, for do, an illegal do a trial invasion. With Nuremberg. Uh, for on what like where would you send them to the Hague? Where what jurisdiction? Whose jurisdiction is this? Um, is this on America? They should they should declare Ukraine to be part of America. We should annex it. We should annex them. Ukraine. Yeah, that would go over yeah. real well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. International law is toothless, and the UN has failed. Yeah, there's not. There's nothing. So it's I mean, it's a tragedy. Uh, because the I mean, UN the has countervailing failed. force is NATO, who is... Uh, NATO is... I mean, NATO is... NATO didn't want Ukraine in the first place. Yeah. Like, NATO doesn't want countries with border disputes because then they'll have to defend the country when, there's, when the border dispute turns into a war like this. Like, thank goodness Ukraine wasn't in NATO because <laughs> then, we'd be yeah. at, then we'd have a world war. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the... That's like... That's the question, too, is, like, Putin's going to get a lot of land from this. There's no there's no way around that. He's going to recoup a lot of land from Ukraine. I don't see this ending without that happening. Mm-hmm. And the question is, does he go further? Does, yeah. does he attack a NATO state? I think state? he's going as far as he can go. Yeah. Because I think he thinks I, he's denied that Ukraine is a sovereign state mm-hmm. in his speech. He doesn't believe that it exists. So he's going to uh, try to was, get as much as he can. He's been listening to the Beatles back in the USSR. And he's taking it very literally. <laughs> he's a bad man. He's a bad, bad man. We don't like him. We don't like... We're not ultra-nationalist guys who respect that sort of machismo. Yeah. I mean, this is it's We're, we respect little faggy guys. Yeah, we like, Isaac, we, like Isaac Newton. Isaac Newton and Prince. Yeah. And, oh, you man. Know. Prince yeah. made me Prince when I was like 5. Mm. I was so turned on. I was like, "Who's this sexy man?" <laughs> what? <laughs> when uh, you were 5? Yeah. No, when I was very small, Prince was my was one of my sexual awakenings. That's interesting. You've never expressed any bisexual feel. Are you only uh, bisexual for Prince? No, no. No, I've, you, when you're like thir- thir- 12 and 13 out, or 11 or so, you, you know, at an all-boys school. Sure. You're horny for sure. anything. Sure, I guess. Uh, but you then, sure you're not a little gay, Stephen? I'm a, sure I'm a little gay. I've always thought sure, it was like a right. spectrum, but I'm yeah, mostly sure. straight. You're on the spectrum. Yeah, I'm on the spectrum. I'm on several spectrums. Yeah, <laughs> uh, spectrums. <laughs> I'm on a couple. Yeah. Um, maybe you're autism's a, a spectrum. individual. You know? Hmm? Maybe that's, uh, maybe gender's a spectrum. Maybe Putin's on the spectrum, you know. Have we ever considered that? Maybe his just hyperfixation is Ukraine. <laughs> he just wants it back. I don't know. I mean, I just like, I, I, I like all the takes. I like looking at the takes. It's, the, the, the news is interesting once again. Mm-hmm. I think it should all be Chechnya. Th- that's my take. That's that's, that's my bad take. I was tr- I was thinking about making a really bad tweet about how Putin has um, enlisted the Chechens and how those Ukrainians better not hold any marathons. 
It's not very good. Oh, we're going to good. We're going to blow up all their marathons. No, we hate races, you know. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Why are they French? These these French Chechens. The Chechens are French. They're the they French, French people. Ha ha, we are Chechens. Yeah. Ha ha. We are Muslims. Um, you know, it's it's a sad and weird time. It's a nuclear war. Uh, nuclear war. Uh, it's a motherfucker. Uh, it's a motherfucker. Uh, your ass got to go. Uh, my nuclear war. Uh, my dad seems to think that this is good for Biden, for Biden, which is. I mean, I don't know. Okay, that was that was the funniest take. I forget her name. I think Amanda Win Lee or something like that had mm. the take was like, his, historically, president wartime presidents get reelected and anything to keep Trump out of office. He's not a wartime president. Okay, he's a wartime president. You not, know, that's he does what, not get to well. He he will be if he if he marshals the troops. And sends them, sends them down the way. That sends them down so to the slobs. There's uh, no reason to send. I mean, like, there's a moral and an ideological reason to do it, but America generally fights wars because it's in our material interest. Because we're gonna get like our some leader somewhere has got to deal with Halliburton, and, mm -hmm. and like if Halliburton wants to pave Ukraine, then maybe we should go to war. You know? Yeah. What we should you, you, we should find oil underneath. Uh, like, Ukraine. there was someone on Reddit who I tore into because he was like, "We should you send." You tore into yeah. this guy because he, he was like, "We should send troops into Ukraine to defend liberal democracy." And I'm like, "When the fuck have we ever done that? When have uh, we ever fought a war over ideology?" Buddy, I think there's a little movie you need to see called Torah, Torah, Torah. <laughs> That's when America was heroes. That's the Pearl Harbor movie. Okay. And the I ideology mean, I'm to, was like, we don't I'm like thinking it, about it, it I'm revenge. trying to think, like, was, was Vietnam a war of ideology? Yeah, yeah. I mean, more so than it was a war of resource allocation, because what were they going to get out of Vietnam? Heroin? I I mean, that was a part of a greater battle against communism. That yeah, that is I mean that was ideological interest. for sure. It's because yeah. we wanted to dominate the global trade routes. I I think. Yeah, but so, uh, yeah, there's no strategic there's no strategic material value to Ukraine as a country. Yeah, and I just think or that's, to having you Ukraine in the sphere of influence of America. We shouldn't be fighting wars to defend liberal democracy. This is about Rwanda. Like, I haven't someone made the Rwanda take. That would be the worst take. You would have stood by and watched the Hutus slaughter thousands of Tutsis. Uh, and you would have done nothing. And this is just the same. Only the Hutus now are Russian Hutus. Well, they're, the Russians are trying not to kill all the Ukrainian civilians, so... But that might change if they keep, if they actually are losing. Because, mm. like, what, so, yeah, what the Russians haven't started doing is just, like, carpet bombing the entire, and they could. They could carpet bomb the whole fucking country, and but they don't want to do that yet. I mean, there is the conspiracy that um, <coughs> Putin and, uh, and Biden and everybody's in cahoots, and this is yeah. just a way to jack off the military industrial complex is just a way to get the market running again uh which, but the market you know, was already doing fine yeah but you know maybe in order to generate history in order to generate legacy you, you know you have to sort of play act it's this gigantic it's this wag the dog but you actually do the war um, well what i've heard is that putin and in russia they are trying to say that it is not a full-scale invasion and it's like a minor operate they're like <clears throat> we're doing like a special operation we're doing like a minor mm. special operation so <clears throat> and of course american media is saying it's so funny they use the same language oh this is a police action yeah american media is saying a full-scale invasion i don't i guess so i don't i have no idea somewhere maybe <clears throat> is it in the middle it's hard to know what's real probably everything is lies 
and we won't know until Adam Curtis explains it to us. Yeah, Adam Curtis. In the end, Adam Curtis will explain everything to us. But something unexpected happened. What we didn't understand was that Vladimir Putin wanted something more than legacy. What he wanted was every beanie baby. He had long since discovered the magic and beauty of these miraculous little toys. But what he didn't realize was how prohibitively expensive the hobby was. He had empowered oil oligarchs in order to gain the funds necessary to purchase the very rare holiday sweet sweet bear. But he knew this would not be enough. And so, in this effort, he consolidated his troops on the border of the Donetsk and launched an attack which would be known as the Beanie Offensive. 